This is Unclaimed Bands, episode 6. Hey music lovers, welcome to another edition of Unclaimed Bands. My name is Amanda Mayhem and I am here with Third Wire. Hey, I'm Lenny, I play guitar. Kevin, vocals. Mike, guitar. Tommy on drums. Welcome. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming. So, let's uh, dive right into this. How did you guys meet? Well, that's a long story, but to make it short, <laughs> uh, myself and Mike, I guess, uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, myself and Kevin, we actually run a band called Sunday's Reason. Uh, when that band broke up, uh, ran into, I met Mike, plays guitar, and then uh, we kind of did a little acoustic thing, and then we found Tommy, and then... Uh, through a mutual friend. Through a mutual friend, former bass player, I guess you could say. Um and then next thing you know, we started writing songs and didn't know what we were going to do with it. Uh, and eventually, we said, you know what, let's play this in front of people, see what people think. Yeah. And people thought well. Oh, I'm sure let's hope did. so. We're sitting here right now. <laughs> Third Wire's an interesting name. How did you come up with it? Gotta give that credit to Kim. Kim uh, pretty much a toss-up. I mean, well, you know. Kim who? Kim Foley? <laughs> no. Kim Miller. Kim um, came up with the list of names. We picked one. Um, she actually came up with uh, the logo, and uh, she's kind of like our, our design. what do you call it? She's design, design artist, yeah. she's our graphic design promoter. artist. Yeah. yeah, she's a photographer. She does photographer. a great job. She's our photographer, <laughs> photographer, our videographer. She's and uh, she's uh, our yeah. Yeah. Kim of all trades. Yeah, gotcha. her day job. She's my wife. So. <laughs> What's the collaboration like when you write songs? Uh, generally, I was the last one to join the band. These guys were playing and wrote a lot of the stuff before I got there. Because actually, when I met Lenny, I tried out for a different band that he was in at the time, and it just wasn't going to work out. And he let me hear the Third Wire stuff, and I was really into that. So I came in, and we hit off on that like the first day. Like we knew we had something kind of. So I kind of. Um, I don't know, made slight changes to the songs that they already had, but for the most part, like, Lenny will come up with a riff, Lenny and Tommy will come up with some riffs, you know, we'll get together, we'll play them out, and, um, you know, then me and Lenny will start working out guitar parts. We don't like to have, like, the same guitar part for everything, and then the, the songs just kind of evolve from there. Yeah, but Mike's like my brother from another mother, man. He, um, <laughs> literally, I'll come up with a riff, and he'll, like, be like, you know what, it's a cool riff, why don't I do this to it? And then, next thing you know, we got, like, like a song. You know, and we we get these guys involved, and Kevin Kevin comes with the words with the quickness. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll throw down which words I've never and... done well before, <clears throat> but uh, which, which, which I try to do good with this. Well, point. what amazes me is that uh, you know how you'll come to practice without words and just write them right there. Like, hey, yeah, I'll just write this. That's pretty like much the way we go. You guys will be rocking out and jamming, and then I'll just like get an idea in my head and just go with something. You know, that's an old or, school way. Yeah, yeah. Or the it guys works, will play though, a little lick or something on guitar. Like and it's like totally just, improv. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know when me and Lenny write stuff. Like you know we'll have like a practice where it's just me and him, and we'll just try to come up with some stuff, and it's totally improv. We'll just improv for like fifteen minutes or something, and then go back and listen to it, and then just go from there. Take parts of this, and parts of that. And, do you guys record as you're improving? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you oh, remember it and go back to it. That's yeah. awesome. That's the only way we remember. That's that. a must. <laughs> that's all. You do that much. We're improving. not twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I. Get it on tape. No. Get it on tape. <laughs> yeah. 
How would you describe the lyrical content of the songs? The lyrical content. Wow. Um, most of it evolves around storylines, I guess. Um, like the song Soldier Boy, it just, you know, it came about. I just, I just had an idea about this, you know, a guy that was in, say, like in the Vietnam War or something, and uh, just thought about a guy, you know, in the war and just, you know, with that song and just kind of wrote a story around that, around, you know, Lenny's guitar part. I liked what he, he did the lick, you know, did that little riff and, you know, it was just uh, really cool and just kind of took, took off. But everything else, just kind of ideas that come into my head, stuff that, stuff that I like, words that I like, stuff that rhymes, you know, just things that, that work. So, uh, you know, if the guys like it, then we go with it, you know, and, uh, like know, sister, so like I, I love the yeah. words you use in sister. It's like, yeah, really just, mm -hmm. sister kind of came together just kind of quick. It was you, those guys were playing; they were just playing the riff and everything, and they just came up with the, the first two words, and then it just took off from there. So, I've been happy to be in this band and be able to write as well as I've been writing, you know, because never really did it that much before. So. <laughs> well, speaking of sister, I'm holding this demo right here in my lap. So why don't we listen to it? All right, all right. All right. Here's like sister by Third Wire.
heard sister by third wire where can we find that song thirdwirerocks.com um myspace.com slash thirdwirerocks facebook thirdwirerocks i believe as well should be videos on there youtube yeah videos uh, also youtube there's some video on there and there might be on one of the videos for YouTube. yeah if you search um third wire sister you'll find a couple of videos for there from that's a couple awesome different shows, different shows yeah. so so you've used the media to promote your band yeah, in different media. ways. Media is great for promoting man, so Let me tell you, the promoting. internet rocks. Yeah. Video, third audio. wire approved. Yeah, <laughs> third wire approved. <laughs> but yeah, it's that. a good way to kind of get um, you know your stuff out to people and and get people to know who you are. Um, good opportunity for um, you know you have a show coming up and you know you tell them hey we got a show coming up what do you sound like hey just go to blah 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 and listen to it. With the internet, you can reach so many more people because, you know, not just in your hometown or in your home state, it's globally, you know what I mean? Even people overseas can see you or hear or hear what your music sounds like, so, I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> the internet's a great place to hear music, but so are venues. Let's talk a little bit about your shows. What's your best and worst show experience? Well, I gotta say, our first show... I we had a great time. It was, it was really like, great. Yeah. Freaking yeah. awesome. It was, yeah. it was just like uh, it was at the Kyber, um, and uh, Kyber in Philly. It was packed. It was so packed, and it just like we've come to find more people that are there to watch the show. We just get so excited, and it kind of really just just yeah. bring it. The nervousness kind of mm. goes away, and you get more excited. You yeah. get more like the butterflies to get you know because you're just anxious to get up there yeah. and perform and everything, and. Uh, it, it, w it was a really great show. We had some, I had some friends of mine that saw me in my other band that haven't seen me perform in like you know five or six years and come out and they were like, wow, it's like you know you just didn't miss a beat and he's like and then you're like you guys were like heavier and more rocking and way better than the other band you were in. So it's like it's like great, you know. Everybody was just like, wow, you know, you, you, can, you know, you could tell you guys have been practicing and playing together and, and working out this, you know. Well, Kevin and I were doing um, some acoustic shows before the wire really got got started, and let me tell you, those shows. I mean, while they were fun to do, it was nothing like doing a third wire show. The experience is just like, just yeah, just very awesome. different, very it different. Because it's a live rock and roll thing, you yeah. Know, you can like, kind of, you know, full it's sound. Yeah, instead of exactly. two. <laughs> right, it's a full sound. You know, yeah. you got the full complement, man. So it's it's a totally different experience. And I, as for, personally for me, I I don't think I've had a worse show yet. I think they all been pretty good shows. It's always a good time, even if you're tired or you you haven't got much sleep during the week or you're you're not feeling like you're going to do your best and you you get on stage, something takes over you. At least for me, I could say it like takes over. And I get on stage with these guys, it's like 
they kind of recharge me if I'm feeling tired or whatever. They kind of charge me up, you know. When I see them moving around, I'm like, it gets me going. So, what are your favorite so. songs to play live? I used to love playing Sister. I still love playing Sister live, but I think my new one is Check Your Head. <laughs> I'm totally into that song now. Yeah, I I like Check Your Head also. I like Sister. I like playing This Time. It's my favorite one to play live. Oh, good one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I think for me. It's a toss-up between like Wicked and Check Your Head. Uh, since we changed uh, Check, Check Your, Your Head, Head a bit, it's come a long way. So it's like Check Your it's so much song. better. It's like, I still like, and I still like the. It's comfortable <laughs> for for me, but it, it's just straightforward and everything. But Soldier Boy still like for me, it still it still rocks too. Even though it's a little more straightforward than the other songs we do, it yeah. just it just. I've had a lot of people come back and just be like, wow, that song told me that really too. good. They really well, like it. They can pick mm -hmm. up on it. So it's great that we have different types of songs that people can get into, you know. And uh, That just shows our versatility. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have an intense electric sound live. Would you ever do another acoustic set or an acoustic show or work with acoustics again? I would love to do an acoustic show with these guys. <laughs> Let me just throw my hat into that one, you know. Set up the bongos. I think it would be. I think it would be awesome. I think it would be really cool to do these songs. We kind of, we kind of <laughs> we did that. We were talking about that at bit. one point. Yeah, yeah. we. we I don't could... know how well this, these songs would translate acoustically because a lot of them derive, especially off of the power of the drums. It's true. And um, you know, I'm afraid that if we took a lot of that away, a lot of the power. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of the power away from the songs and broke it down into acoustic. I just don't know if it would translate over as well. I think a lot of it has to do with the power of the I'll just, drums. I'll just the play section. lighter. <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the energy of the band too comes out in the in the uh, in the rocking. That's you know, actually a good, little bit. Good point. It's more the energy. Heavier shows too. Um, so yeah, that's something we would definitely probably look into because I know Kevin loves the the acoustic um, uh, form. So that would be definitely something we would definitely consider. What are the biggest rewards about being in Third Wire? Being in Third Wire. We <laughs> rock. For me, I just like working with these guys. They're, they're just awesome, you know. Just for me, the shows, not only the shows, but doing, even doing practice, like just hanging with them, and um, it's, it's just fun. I guess that's what I have to say. It's fun for me. For me, it's the first band I've been in in a long time where I actually had another guitar player that I wasn't the only guitar player in the band, and um, you know, not to slight anybody or anything, but that nature. But for me, it was meeting Lenny and being able to work with another guitar player. Me and him are very like-minded. I think when we think of things musically, a lot of times we'll even be messing around with songs or whatever, and he'll play a lick, or he'll do something, and I'll look at him and be like, you know, I was just going to say we should do what you just played right yeah, there, and it's like me and him are like, too. I don't know, we're very much on the same level when it comes to. You know, writing music or whatever, and I, I, for me, I just really enjoy um, having the opportunity to play with somebody else that is so like-minded that um, I really enjoy having the second guitar player and being able to do all the things that we get to do together. I think for me, it's, um, it's just being part of something that's collective. It's like no one person writes all the music. We all kind of like put our own two cents in, you know what I mean? So that's just, it's like the best for me in that way. The energy. Oh, yeah. The energy of the band, oh, too. Yeah, is, you know, everybody's yeah. got their own 
uh, ideas that they come in with and, and everything like that. And it's great to it's great to walk into a room and have a bunch of ideas thrown at you. And guys are like, okay, you know, now you know we need some words to this stuff. You know, they got you know they got all these sounds and everything, and it's, and it's great because every sound that we hear. I mean, we just practiced last night and. <clears throat> Lenny played a little riff or something, and Mike played something along with it, and we were like, wow, you know, that was like, it was awesome, you know, we are like, wow, now we have to, like, work on that for something new, so it's, uh, new song. but it's cool, I have a good time with these guys, you know, and outside of the band, too, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's great. Well, let's dive into another song filled with energy. This is Wicked by Third Wire.
And you just heard Wicked by Third Wire. Awesome song, guys, as always. Thank you. Thank you. So, let's talk a little bit about the music scene. What are obstacles about being a band from the Philly, South Jersey area? One of the big obstacles, I think, is especially South Jersey, is there's, like, no music scene in South Jersey, like, at all. And... You even think back maybe 10 years ago, you know, 15 years ago, Philadelphia used to have a scene. And for whatever reason, you know, I guess techno maybe got a little big in the city there for a while and stuff. And, like, a lot of the clubs and... Exactly. And uh, the original venues are just dying out. And there's just not yeah. as many places to play as there Exposure used to be. Live music. Yeah. yeah, it's just not... And it seems that be. a lot of the, you know, places might be afraid of original bands and, you know, we... The original bands have a tougher time getting the Friday and Saturday night gigs that the cover bands get around here. Yep. And, so true. You know, it's so true. tough to bring 100 people out on a Tuesday night. Yeah. You know, it's easier to bring 100 people out on a Friday <laughs> or Saturday or Friday than it is Saturday. on a Monday or a Tuesday. Without and a doubt. It seems to me, though, a lot of bands from Philadelphia, it's like you have to leave Philadelphia and make it somewhere else, and then when you make it, you come back to Philly, and then like you're respected at that point. Yeah, then they want to give you a show at the TLA. Exactly. You know, you're, you know, you're playing clubs like that, you know. As an original band, how do you get shows and promote your shows and get the word out? We've been pretty lucky. We've um, we've been using a lot of our friendships and relationships with other people and other bands um, to get on bills that we probably wouldn't normally get. Um, like the first show we talked about, the Kyber, it was a huge sold-out show. Um, if we didn't know the folks in, uh, was it Welcome to My Face, mm -hmm. 722, mm -hmm. um, you know, we wouldn't have been able to be a part of that. Right. Um, and also just, you know, a lot of, Mike and I spend a lot of time on the phone <laughs> during the day calling these people saying, hey, you know, we got this band, we'd like to come out. Um, and just trying to uh, get to know the, who, who's booking these clubs and contact them. And it's just really luck of the draw. We've some been, elbows, yeah, so to speak. We've been pretty lucky, though. We've been getting people getting back to us, and we've, they've been giving us opportunities. And we've probably played, you know, since this September we started, we wrote songs and... We've only been on our first show, it was only a couple of months ago. Yeah, maybe. Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, it was um, like a few Another, months ago. Yeah. We've already played like 14 shows, something yeah. like that. So it's coming along. Yeah. yeah. What are some band goals for Third Wire? Want to finish deal? the CD? <laughs> Record deal? Uh, finish, the re finish the recording. World the tour? Uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we really want to finish our CD. We, we've been. Um, like I said, we've been lucky getting these shows, and they've kind of started to snowball. Yeah. So we've uh, we found ourselves almost every week playing somewhere, and, and kind, of, kind like, of really it's hard to spend time here in the studio mm -hmm. and actually get anything done. So, you know, that's good and bad. I guess that comes with the uh, comes with the territory. Yeah, we just end up putting it on a back burner, you know, and it just kind of oh we gotta do this show, oh we gotta do this show, oh we gotta do this show, and it just kind of gets pushed off for umpteenth time, but. You know, We'll get around to it. Speaking of world tours, if you could go on tour with anybody, who would you go on tour with? Mastodon. Don't even ask that guy. Wow. <laughs> you know. Well, Seven Dust is going to be around. Uh, yeah. Think we can get on that? It's so hard, it's so hard to, to, put, to put this band with uh, in with and like to, to, to group it in with other bands because it's different yeah. types you, of music like with Me with bands, personally? But, uh, hmm. I'd like to play Ozfest main stage. That would be pretty cool. Would not turn that down. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to play with Allison Chains. <laughs> Big Allison Chains fan. Uh, but, you know, anybody, I don't, you know, if it was, you know, whoever it was, I mean, just, you know, as long as 
we got picking. into an opportunity to, to play with a band like that, a big, well-known band, it would be be awesome. It would be a dream come true for me. Every time I step on a stage with a band is like a dream come true for me. So I've dreamed about this since I was a kid, and now I'm doing it. So it's like, you know, I have these guys to thank for it, you know, so and do the doing finally doing the things that I enjoy doing. So tell you what, if Rat rolled up around and said, Hey, we're doing a show with alligators yeah, down here, we'll I'll get on the bill. Sure, why not? You know it'll be sold out. I know. I bet you guys are gonna have a show with Shine Down. Uh, and you're gonna call uh, me to introduce you. Wah, wah. <laughs> yes. Of course. And then I'm gonna become best friends with them and be like we can only hope so. We can only hope so. Slipping in their back and pocket. I can learn some stuff from that singer. You know, awesome. no, I, you know, you're, you're just as good in my eyes. You guys mentioned a record deal earlier. Any specific way of going about that, considering how much the music industry has changed? Would you want to do it on a independent label, do-it-yourself label, major distribution company? Whatever way was going to make it so I didn't have to get up and go to work in the morning. Yes. That's the way that I'm going to That would be the way to go. And, and, and we don't have to pay for any of the recording time. That would work perfectly. That would be awesome. And then they go, here, you're done, here's your check. That would work. That, that, I think I can pretty much speak for everyone. Else. Yeah, it would be pretty exciting <clears throat> to have that opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah. You know? It seems like your personal life and your social lives have affected your music. But how has your music affected your personal life? Well, what the band wow. is my social life now. Is, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's a lot yeah. of it. It's, it's a lot of my social life, the, the band. But takes up a lot of your your time. <laughs> oh, it really yeah. does. And I mean, we must really like this to, to put ourselves through this. So. Well, my social yeah. life got me to meet to meet up with Lenny. So that was that was a plus for me to get, to, get to, yeah. to hook up with the band and then to. Then to get with Mike and Tommy and the guys in the band and, and uh, just to get into this band. So that so that's worked out pretty good for me. I mean, uh, and I have a lot of support on my side with, I'm sure the other guys do with, you know, with our significant others. And, yeah. you know, with the, we have a lot of support. But it kind of has things, its drawbacks, so, you, know. Yeah. you know. Just a little bit, you know. Little... If we get more rich, more rich and famous, the... we might get in more trouble. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'd, <laughs> rather, hear different, yeah, I'd rather do stuff with the band than, like, go hang out and at the bar or like so exactly. well, like, yeah. this is a much exactly. better way for me to occupy my time yes. doing stuff with this than so it's probably I think the band part makes your is finish. really fun it's the business part that kind of gets yeah hairy taxing sometimes. yeah yes. mm -hmm. but as Lenny said it's been you know I was in a band before and, and with this band we've already like escalated like a hundred times more than the other band I was in for 10 years, you know, and this band, we haven't been in for that long and it's just really <laughs> been a great, um, you know, experience because we played some great shows and we played with some great bands. We've made yeah. some good friends and other bands that we think that we appreciate as much as they yeah. appreciate us. Some cool people. So like if we can do that, we can do that thing like they did in <laughs> Seattle years ago with a bunch of bands that, you know, stuck together and helped each other out, you know, and, uh, and that's, you know, that's a good thing, I think. And, uh, Speaking of support, how would you describe your fan base? What's your fan base like? That's well, a good question. It's well, that is a good very question. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. It's um, large and small. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it, you know what's funny? The thing about it is, I'm sorry. It reaches a lot of people. Funny. You know what's funny about it is, like, we've, we've played some shoes and we've come off stage and I've had people, like, you know, give me a thumbs up or say, man, you guys were really great and everything. And I've never met this 
person in my life before, whether it be, you know, guy, girl, whoever, never met them before, and they just say, man, you guys are really, you know, fantastic, you're great, you this, you that, you know, so that's really cool, you know what I mean, because you can, your friends will tell you you're good all the time, mm -hmm. but it's the strangers that come up to you and say stuff like that, and that makes you think, like, it's kind of scary, because you think, wow, like, this, like, this band's, this, this band's pretty good, you know, this band's, you know, above average you know and it's and we're getting we're getting good feedback and i think the, the other guys have gotten good feedback too so i mean uh it's exciting for me when i hear that because then i think that you know hey you know we're, we're doing something right here you know we did the show at the hard rock and I, it's really cool compliment one guy as we're coming off stage one guy comes up to me he's like yeah man shakes my hand he goes man i can't believe i saw a show like that and it was for free yeah that's cool that's great it's just, you know what's great about it? It's great when you're there that night, yeah, but it's like keeping those people around, you know? It's like, hey, well, you know, get on the website, you know, contact us. You know, let's, that's, why, that's why we're trying to get some discs out to people and t-shirts, things like that, say... <laughs> Hey, come out! You know, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll sit down with you. You know, we'll have, we'll have uh, something to eat with you, or have a drink with you, or whatever. Sure. Like we're, you know, regular, approachable guys. Yeah, you know what I mean? people. That's what's. That's what I. That's what I kind of strive to be with people. Is like meet when people come out to see the band. Is like meet people that come out to that know Tommy or know Mike or know Lenny or you know the people know them. Like I don't know them, so I introduce myself and everything. I think people kind of like that. I think people think it's kind of cool, you know, to, to meet everybody and you know. Yeah, we're only playing, you know, we've only been playing out for like five months. So, you know, we'll go to shows and we'll play with other bands that have been, you know, playing out for years. So they'll have like three or four years of building a fan base up that, you know, we've only been really at it for five months. And I think for five months, we've done a pretty good job of building up, starting to build up, a, you know, a loyal set of fans. You know, I'd say get back to us, you know, next year at this time. And... He's probably. already scheduling the follow-up interview. We'll Thanks, probably Mike. have a lot more, you know, <laughs> we'll have a lot more fans then than we do now. It's just, you know, we're still very young in the game, mm. and we're still and, just getting our name out there. And if so. you look at it, our fan base is very diverse. I mean, we have, uh, like, teenagers that like our music, like 17, like 18, Brock, 19 yeah. years old. Yeah, that, you know, they're not old enough to go out and hang in the clubs and watch us and stuff like that yet. You know, they might be able to make it to an all-ages show or whatever, whatever, you know. Yeah, but they're, like, all over Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. They're downloading, you know, everything that they're, 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 they're the doing. ones They can't come out. Right. So they're, you know, getting stuff they're from They're getting us, all the, the ways that you they know, can. feeds and whatever they can get their hands on to listen to the stuff. And, I mean, and plus we have people that are, like, our age or some are even older that really dig our stuff. So it's, we have a very diverse kind of crowd. It's just, you know, having them come out is the thing that we need him to do to support us at local bars and stuff. You know, not you don't have to come to every show, but at least try to make one, you know. <laughs> hey. Like, Rockstar.com. You know, all the local right. bands, you know. They all need support, not just us and Right, it's tough right. For all right. the original acts to get people right. to come out. Yeah. It's like, That's why it's good when we play with other bands that are friends of ours, because then we're there to see them, they're there to see us and their people, you know, we're, we're friends with our people. So it's mm. so it helps a lot. Who are some of your favorite bands to play with? Well, we've been playing with um, playing Welcome to My Face. Welcome to My Face mm. uh, twice. Or, yeah, Braxton twice. Parker. Braxton Parker, 722. Braxton Parker would play 722. I like playing those guys Phantasm, man. I thought they were awesome. Those guys are awesome, man. I love those guys. They're awesome. Um, who else? Uh, there's yeah. just so many. I mean, yeah. we met so many cool people with so many good, good bands. bands. Yeah. 
you know and like I said we like Mike said we've been doing this like five six months it's you know we don't really know all the players in the uh, game yet but um there's some good people out there but, um, <clears throat> those those are probably one of the best some of our faves so far the people have been helping us out like Amanda yeah, yeah. <laughs> people have really been spreading the word about the band and that's really cool and that and that you know for me and I think the, I speak for the other guys in the band and that's really important you know and that's and that's you know if we can you know and someday hopefully we will give back to everybody who's there supporting us you know and it's just it's cool you know it's it's really good to see people that are actually that you know are actually into the music yeah, like I said, the word out you there know, don't have to go to every show <laughs> what advice would you give to that 12 year old that is sitting in their room listening to this strumming their acoustic guitar because they can't afford an amp yet and are contemplating whether or not they want one. Well, first off, when you're old enough, get a job. Then you can <laughs> buy a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> um, practice. Yeah. Keep playing. Definitely. Practice. Keep playing. Even when you're not thinking you're, you're getting anywhere, keep playing. Keep practicing. I know yeah. that worked for me. Just lock yourself one summer in the room and just start playing that thing. You, you, and get lessons, too, man. I mean... I know a lot of people play by ear and, and you know, you kind of just learn off the cuff. But try and take some lessons, get some th music theory. I know it sounds corny, but, you know, it, it does help when you're meeting other musicians and you're right. trying to play and you can speak the same language instead of saying, you know, oh, play that. Play ah, here. Ah, ah. Play this. <laughs> you know, play like that. weird things. So Have fun with it. Just have a good time and do what you want to do, you know. Don't do what other people tell you to do. Do what you want to do. If you want to play... Real hard stuff, play real hard stuff. You want to do real mellow, soft stuff, do that. You know, that's don't settle. Do what you, yeah, do what you <laughs> want to do, and, and have a good time with it. You know, and always try to do your best. It's rock and roll is supposed to be fun. That's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. I want to thank yeah. producer Sean. Yay, Sean. All right, music lovers, this is Amanda Mayhem signing off, as always, with passion. Thanks again to Third Wire. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.